0: We've all got old stuff that we should toss, but an old 401k, make sure it keeps working for you. A Fidelity rollover IRA has no account fees or minimums to open. An easy-to-follow rollover process makes it simple to get started in under 15 minutes. Plus, you'll have access to a rollover specialist. Whether you've switched jobs or are just organizing your finances, learn more at fidelity.com rollover. Consider all your options and the applicable fees and features of each before moving your retirement assets. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hey friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a friend to join me, and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Aaron Ivy, welcome to the Happy Hour.
2: Hi, Jamie Ivey. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. <laughs>
0: This is fun. This is a Friday, and I don't release shows on Fridays anymore, but this is a special day. And because it's my show, I can do whatever I want. I'm having you (laughs) on to talk about something that's exciting in your world. And so happy release day to a single.
2: Hey, thank you. Yeah, today we release a new single from Austin Stone Worship called Hymn of Healing, and it's out everywhere you stream music.
0: Okay. So um if you're new to the podcast, this is my husband, obviously. I said Aaron Ivy. That's what I, I call you Aaron Ivy a lot. You only call me
2: Aaron Ivy on your podcast. You don't actually do that in person.
0: I call you that so to my friends sometimes. At me. No, I call you well, that to my friends sometimes when I talk about you. Why? I don't know. I just like it. I like your name. Yeah, just- Anyhow, this is my husband, <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> and our church, the Austin Stone, has um a I'm going to get all this messed up, but let me just try this real quick. Our church, the Austin okay. Stone here in Austin, Texas, has, um, I'm going to make this up, it has a music program. What is oh that? Gosh. What is that? A music I, program? Uh, oh my
2: gosh.
0: Okay. Austin Stone Worship. It's not a music the...
2: program. A music program is like what <laughs> a middle school in Waxahachie, Texas, You know they have a music program, babe.
0: Okay. So what do you call Austin Stone Worship?
2: Austin Stone Worship is. Uh, an expression of the worship ministry here at the Austin Stone. So it's kind of the outward-facing, it's an artist on Spotify, on Apple Music. The artist is Austin Stone Worship, but it's an expression of the worship culture here at this church.
0: Sometimes people think that your name is Austin Stone.
2: Oh, I know. That would be such a cool name. If my name was Austin Stone, it'd be so much cooler. Would you call me by first and last name if my name was Austin Stone? I would say this is
0: my husband, Austin Stone. Um, Austin Stone Worship has released a lot of albums over the years since we've been here, and they're always exciting for me for a lot of reasons. Number one, when songs come out through Austin Stone Worship, we have been singing these songs at our church for months, usually before a song ever goes public for anyone else. And I was actually talking with Jaleesa, who is one of our main worship leaders at our campus that we attend downtown. And I was talking to you about this on Sunday, and it was a song that I just love so much. We'll talk about it a little bit, but the song that I love so much, it just felt like an anthem of my life this year. And I was saying how I cannot wait for it to be released to the public. And we talked about what a joy it is that we get to sing these songs with our church uh, forever. And I know I've heard you say this before, that when you write songs, and there's a lot of collaboration with Austin Stone Worship, when you guys write songs, you're really thinking about our church body. What is that like for you as a songwriter to think about these are songs for the, for the body that I attend and the body that I serve in my local congregation? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I love writing songs. I I feel super thankful. I mean, I've been writing songs for 22 years now, um, which is amazing. Um, And, you know, I was in a touring band before, like when we first got married. So you're just writing songs for just people in general. Uh, but what I love here is I really am writing with one audience in mind, and that is our local church. It's made up of six congregations around the city of Austin. So they are there are songs that are written for our people, but there's always like overspill. You know, just with Austin Stone Worship being an artist that is listened to way outside the walls of our own church, um, you know, we're we're able to have these songs that other people connect with too, but it is written primarily like for the people that we're looking at and we're leading week to week. So Austin stone worship is made up of about, um, you know, 10 or 15 worship leaders here that are on staff and a music team. Um, But then there's a lot of like volunteers and musicians at our church that, that make up that worship culture too. So it really is like an expression. It's a snapshot of what God is up to here in this local church.
0: I love it, and I love that people around the world get to experience these songs as well that Austin Stone Worship's putting out. So you guys, as you're listening to this podcast, wherever you get your music, if you're an Apple listener or a Spotify or I don't know where else you get music, uh, look up Austin Stone Worship. Okay, Erin, I want to talk to you about a single that actually launches today. One of the coolest things about being married to you, there's a lot of cool things, but one of them is, is that often I get to hear songs from you as you're working on them, as they're being developed. And um, this song that comes out today (laughs) is a special song. Um, It's called Hymn of Healing, and it's a single that is out today. You can get it wherever you get music, friends. Um, But this song, I would say in all the songs that you've written in over 20 years, to me this one feels very raw emotionally and so I want to play it right now for the listener you guys I'm going to play you this whole song so just sit back and relax and then I want to ask you some questions about it so here is the new single from Austin So Worship Hymn of Healing Oh the Lord
1: is my strength and my song He's always been so good to me He's the light my life. He's my healing and my hope. He's always been so good to me. For all the childhood scars, all the pain of the past, every tear I've wept and tried to The parts you feel and all that's broken still Lord you know how much I need you never been in any-
0: much um the part that stood out to me when i very first heard the song was it opens up with for all the childhood scars and yeah. um we're both 45 well you're not 45 yet but you will be soon we're Almost. both in our mid 40s <laughs> we're both in our mid 40s and i don't think there's a person alive that doesn't have childhood scars even with the best possible parents that you could ever have because we live in a sinful totally. world, where where it's just hard to be alive, and so you start off the song very raw and vulnerable. I would love to hear about the writing of this. Where did where did some of these lyrics come from for you personally?
2: Yeah, it, it is a very vulnerable and candid song. There's a couple couple lyrics in the verses that are just super um, super raw. And the the thing about songwriting is like very rarely does a song get written, you know, in like one sitting. you're sitting there for 30 minutes and then a song comes out that that almost never happens more times than not it's like little pieces of a song are written over a long period of time so there might be a a journal entry with a chorus idea or if you're doing a co-write like this was this was a co-write uh with our friend matt redmond and um we showed up to a writing session and both of us had little pieces of songs so we didn't have a song completed we just took pieces of what God was doing in each one of us. And so about a year ago, I had written the chorus, uh, the Lord is my strength and my song. Uh, he's always been so good to me. And so we kind of just started talking about that song. There was another writer in the room, his name's Quentin. And we just started talking about what it means for God to be our, our healer and our hope. And Matt had mentioned that he was in a counseling session uh, a few months before this and was just thinking about God being the healer and the fact that uh, sometimes when we think about God being a healer, we're like, well, he heals and then you're healed and you're fixed and you're good. So God, we want healing so that we never have to be broken ever again. But really the way God works is he heals some parts of us. And then over time, he heals more and more and more. So there are parts of me that are still broken, but I can mm-hmm. still say God is my my healer. Mm-hmm. And so he opened up his journal and he had written uh, for all the childhood scars, all the pain of the past every tear I've wept and tried to. And so, you know, it was like these two pieces of songs that came from two very different people, uh, fleshing out like what God had been doing in counseling and who God was mm. the healer. And then we put those together and they fit just perfectly. And the song, you know, in essence is basically just, it's saying that, that there's nobody like you in, uh, in the fire, in the chaos and the storms of life, you are steady, you're faithful, you are my healer. And so I can I can trust you, even with the places that aren't healed up yet, you're still a good, good healer.
0: Mm, you know, it's interesting. I start to see a lot of themes sometimes when I'm doing these podcast interviews. And what's ahead, this is August 25th, what's coming up in September and October and November even, I have a lot of stories with people on the podcast that have gone through some really, really hard things. Um loss of children um pain within their marriage, um lots and lots of of pain and I recently said to someone as I was interviewing them, I said, even though I don't understand the specific pain that you're going through, I understand what it feels like to be in pain and I understand suffering and i understand yeah. trauma right and I feel like when i when we've been singing this song at church that there is this communal understanding that God is faithful in the fire he is with me in the what is it in the fire you were faithful in the chaos
2: you were constant um yeah in in the worries you were with us uh in the darkness never distant uh that's how good he is you know that even it's not to say like oh i'm healed now and so there is no Mm -hmm. darkness there is no chaos i'm not gonna ever go through fire again but him being a healer means we can go like whatever fire i'm in today he's still Mm -hmm. faithful Whatever mm. chaos I'm in today, he's still constant. He doesn't change. Mm. I mm. do. My circumstances change, but he's still steady all the way through. Mm. It. That's what was so cool about the psalmist. I mean, the psalmist was able to write stuff like that all the time of like, I'm doubting if you're good, but I know you're good. You know, I don't know why you left me, but you'll never abandon me. And you, you can say mm. both. As, a, as mm. a Christian, you can hold both intention of the now and the not yet. Um, one of my favorite lyrics that Matt brought to the table was, Uh, For all the memories I've tried so hard to leave. Um, You think about all these things that you're like, man, I've tried so, so hard to get rid of those memories, but I can't. Uh, But then the lyric says, but Jesus enter in, let your freedom reign. So in every frame, I see you. Um, Because he is present through even the most tragic and the most difficult scenes of our life. Those scenes that we look at, we're like, there's no way God was there. He was, he was right there. And he was faithful. And so like the psalmist, we can say, even in the middle of all that stuff, there's never been anybody like you, God. You're, you're, mm. you're there. You're in the middle of it. Mm. You're faithful.
0: I remember you told me after we sang the song at church one time that a counselor came up to you and um, gave you a really big compliment about the song. Do you remember what yeah. they said?
2: Yeah, it was a, a counselor that I'd never met before, but they, uh, he went to our church and he came up right at the end of the service and he's like what was that by the way my name's whatever you know he's himself. he's like what was that new song that we sang this morning he's like whatever whatever that song was and whoever wrote it I can tell that they've been through counseling because there's only there's some language that this writer was mm-hmm. using that you would only use if you've worked through that untangling of mm-hmm. emotion and your own story and your own pain. He's like, so hats off to whoever wrote that because they, they've been through counseling. I didn't even tell him it was me. I was like, oh that that's that's so good to hear. But I think that has been the response from people that hear it of like, wow, I needed a really candid, tender mm. song to be able to sing because life feels very broken right now mm. for a lot of us. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think that that is a uh a theme I had an interview this morning with a woman named Faith. It'll come out later in October. And I said, Faith, I don't know if it's like I'm hitting this middle age of 40s or I've been following Jesus for however long or it's just 2023, but it feels like I see a lot more brokenness, not only just in my own life and family and be aware of things, but just in the world. And there is this need for this kind of anthem of singing. It's one of the things I love about gathering together as a body on Sunday mornings is I I love being taught. I love I'm I'm a learner. I love learning. But you know this about me, Erin. I love worship. Like I love it so much because to me it yeah. feels like you're just like I could almost cry. Like you just feel like you're proclaiming things that maybe as me who doesn't think the way that an artist thinks sometimes, that I don't know how to put these words together, but then they come out and I'm like, this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. I want to ask you about, you guys have, this single comes out today, Hymn of Healing on August 25th, but you have an EP that comes out later this year. So tell us about that.
2: Yeah. So the single came out today. Um, You can find it anywhere you listen to music. There's also a a really beautiful um, YouTube video of an acoustic version of this song uh, that's on YouTube right now. And then on November 2nd, we have a new EP coming out that's called Revive. And that EP has the song that you're talking about earlier that you said is one of your favorite songs right now called Less of Me, More of You. So that is a four song. Yeah. Four song EP that comes out November 2nd.
0: Oh my gosh. That song Less of Me, More of You. I just want to cry every time I sing it. It is so, so good. <laughs> I cannot wait for that EP. Um, well, Aaron Ivey. Thank you for coming on and thank you for letting us play the song.
2: Jamie Ivy, I'm so glad you did. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me on, and thanks for always cheering your hubby on too. You're the best.
0: Okay, so um I, I am the best, I know that, but um let's switch gears real quick because I'm gonna steal you for a couple more minutes. Okay. <music> You don't need a lot of money to do more with it. Join Padma Lakshmi, Viola Davis, and Fidelity's Women Talk Money team during our free Women's History Month series as we get real about ways you can start planning and saving for the future you want so you can feel good about your money every step of the way. Save your seat today at fidelity.com WHM. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, member NYSE, SIPC. this episode is all about this new single. It's all about Austin Stone Worship. But I also want to say this. Tonight is our very first home football game for our Dripping (laughs) Springs Tigers. (laughs) Go Tigers. Tigers. And one of our kids is on the team. And I would just like to say that um, you, Aaron Ivey, are going to be on the field. You are showing showing up for this season. Yep. What are you doing?
2: I am the proud member of the (laughs) Dripping Springs Tigers Tunnel Rats. (laughs) That's what we're called. I'm going to get swag. So there's a big text thread of me and a bunch of dads that are part of the Tunnel Rats. Tunnel Rats refers to the guys who set up the tunnel, right? Uh, At the beginning of the game that all the players run through. So we have this massive, massive, like three-story tall tiger that we blow up. And so I am an official, proud member of the Tunnel Rats. And I, I, I sent a text. So we have this stinking long text thread, right, with like 30 dads. And so I am now in charge of Tunnel Rat swag. So I'm going to get a some Are cool you actually going hats. to?
0: You really are? Yeah, everybody was in.
2: Oh, yeah. Everybody was like, please. <laughs> so I'm going to get some cool trucker hats like this one, and it's going to say Tunnel Rats.
0: Where does Tunnel Rat come from?
2: I hope it's not bad. It's not derogatory, is it?
0: Oh, I don't know. I didn't think it was. I was just wondering where it came from. Okay.
2: If this made it into the now podcast, Now you've got that means,
0: me second I, guessing no, no, no. this. <laughs> if it
2: makes it into the podcast, that means we Googled it and we have determined that tunnel rats is not a dangerous thing to well, say. Well, I hope but that like, if it's, it's bad, like, uh,
0: they don't want swag.
2: Totally. I think it's like New York sewer rats.
0: Like Ninja Turtles. the tunnels. Yeah.
2: Those are like Dripping Springs Ninja rats. Turtles.
0: Oh, yeah. There is a rat in the Ninja Turtles show though, right? Yeah. Is he a good guy? I think so.
2: He's their dad.
0: Their dad is a rat.
2: He had, the rat adopted the four <laughs> turtles and okay. he is their dad.
0: That's why I did not go see that movie. Anyway, anyway.
2: I will, uh, I will be selling tunnel rat swag on jamieivy.com slash store.
0: Uh, <laughs> Hey, the great thing is right now you can go to jamieivy.com slash store and use the code word August and everything's 50% off. So there's that. Dang. All right. Including books, yeah. everything. Friday
2: Friday nights, babe. The whole fall, me and you, we got our own parking passes because we were a part of a silent auction and that's what we uh, that's what we want. We I'm a I'm a tunnel rat. You are, you're not a bleacher, babe. But what's the mom version of a Beecher Blade? I don't know. Blade? I don't
0: know. Here's the thing. Here's why I brought this up. This is making me very proud of you. I'm proud of you for everything you do with Austin Stone Worship. I'm proud of you for this new single. I'm proud of you for the whole EP that comes out on November 2nd. And I'm also proud of you for signing up to be a rap because you love your kids, yeah. but you do not love football. It's true.
2: I know at some point I'm going to be standing next to a dad who <laughs> obviously knows everything about football. And they're going to say something or ask me a question about some play. And I'm just going to act dumb. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, I, I don't know. I'm a tunnel rat. And it would be I so disappointing. I can already so see much. the look in their eye. I just don't know anything about football. I don't care about football, but I care about Deacon.
0: I love that you said they're going to be like, so what position does your son play? And you're going to be like, football? <laughs> Receiver. <laughs> receiver good job babe receiver receiver yep. everyone <laughs> has different gifts and talents and likes and football is not one of yours which is why i'm so proud of you that you signed up to be on this all right enough about football and tunnel rats um you guys this song "Him of healing it's a single you can get it today it is out you listen to it here but you cannot listen to this podcast every time you want to hear it or you can i would love that keep oh, coming good. back and yeah. listening to the show But it'd be much easier if you just downloaded it wherever you get music. It's called Hymn of Healing, um, and it's by Austin Stone Worship, and it's out today. Aaron Ivey, thanks for coming by for this special Friday episode. Thank you, Jamie Ivey. The Happy Hour is produced and hosted by myself, Jamie Ivey, with assistance from Nikki Ogden and Ashley Caldwell. And the show is edited by Jason Talley. It's that time again. Time to start thinking taxes. But this tax smart move for 2023 could make it less painful. Open and fund a Fidelity IRA before the tax deadline. You could reduce your taxable income in a traditional IRA or get tax-free withdrawals in retirement with a Roth IRA. Plus, there are no account fees or minimums to open an account. Get started at fidelity.com slash IRA. No account fees or minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services member NYSE SIPC.